Self-worth is the unlock. You know, I need to go spend time at a party with my friends because that's what normal people do when they're trying to go through something tough. And, you know, I would do that and it, it wouldn't make me happy. I was only doing it because I thought that's what I should be doing, right? To, to try to get through this, this tough part of my life. And, you know, really it wasn't until I fully embraced this mindset of just, I'm going to, I'm going to be by myself with Nala and we're going to go and do the things that make us happy because that's what makes me happy. Welcome to the self-care savage podcast. A self-care savage is a term that I've coined that combines elements of self-care in a more assertive and bold approach to taking care of oneself and growing their self-worth. On the Self-Care Savage podcast, we will explore how self-care and self-worth are always in the driver's seat in all parts of our lives and how we act and react to life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and take a quick second to give the podcast a rating and a review. That's how we grow and reach more people to spread the message. Welcome to today's podcast. This will be one of your favorites. Our guests are approaching 10 million followers across all social media platforms. Their content is truly inspirational. It's fun, it's humorous, and wholesome with lots of hiking adventures throughout. Their names are Chris and Nala from Adventuring with Nala. Chris is a human, and Nala is a fun-loving, mischievous golden retriever known for the Nala Stomp. We talk about their rise on social media, why they have such broad appeal, their positive influence, and how it's changed their lives. So here we go. Okay, on today's podcast, we have Adventuring with Nala which is a, an amazing social media uh, page on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, YouTube. And uh, it's Chris and his amazing, amazing golden retriever, Nala. And we're so, Chris, I'm so happy that you guys decided to come on here. Y'all are such a positive influence. You're, you're so, your content is just, it's wholesome. That's the word, that's the word. <laughs> It's just, it's just wholesome. And I think that's why people are so attracted to you guys. Yeah. And I just, so let's just start off. And if you would just give us, you can mix it up however is comfortable for you, but give us a little information about, you know, you a little bit about your background, even, you know, maybe before Nala. Um, and I know she came along four or five years ago and then. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I, I love talking about this stuff. I, haven't actually done anything like this uh, since things really started taking off with with Nala's accounts, with our accounts. So this is this is exciting to be able to talk about this and uh, and tell you kind of our story here. So all right, so I will I'll just kind of start with me. I'm a a single 35 year old dog dad right now. I uh, I live in Salt Lake City area of Utah. I'm originally from Florida. Um, so I was born and raised in Gainesville, Florida, and then I moved out here to to Utah about uh, let's see, that was 2016. So been here for seven, eight years now. 
but yeah, I was born and raised in Florida, always been kind of into the, the active lifestyle, played sports as I was growing up, uh, got big into lifting weights as I went from high school to college. And uh, I, you know, one thing that people don't know, a lot of people don't know about me, um, unless you've seen the very specific one video that I've kind of mentioned this, is that um, back in Florida, I actually went to school to be a pharmacist. So I'm a pharmacist by, by training. Um, I went to the University of Florida, graduated from the pharmacy school there in 2015, uh, did a residency right after I graduated, and then moved out to Utah. I was actually looking for a job uh, out West. And it just so happened that a company that I had interacted with before I finished my residency, they were looking for a pharmacist and they said, hey, do you want a job? And I said, sure, I guess I'm going to Utah. So uh, that's kind of how I ended up in, in Utah. Um, and then a few years after I had moved to Utah, I ended up getting getting Nala. So um, I knew I had wanted a dog. And, and so, you know, it was a perfect place to be able to adventure and do all the things that I've always wanted to do and have a little uh, furry companion to go along. So, um, yeah, that's me just uh, kind of in a, in a nutshell. I don't know, where do you want to go from here? Sometime this year, uh, when I'm running around Utah, when I'm out running around, we need to hook up when y'all are camping and stuff. Oh, I yeah. would love yeah. to to hike with you guys. I'm not so sure how much you know about me, but that's that's my uh, my world. And, you know, again, that's a big driver for me is to try to push people and promote the outdoors, especially public lands and all that, because... It's, you know, it saved my life. It's, and it's where I heal my mind, body, and my soul, you know, as far as that goes. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, Nala. I know I watched the first YouTube video when y'all went and got her. <laughs> and I think you, it, I'm not sure, but you, were you with somebody then? I was, I was. Um, and that's kind of been, you know, I've had a lot of personal changes since I've gotten Nala. Um, and I would say that one in particular uh, is really kind of what sparked everything. Um, and we can we can kind of go down that road too. I, I certainly am open to talking about that because um, that was a big, a big change in my life. But yeah, I got, you know, when I moved to Utah, I, I moved here for the outdoors, right? Love the outdoors. I really got into camping and hiking and all of that um, when I was in college. Uh, my mom's always kind of loved the outdoors and spending time camping and, and doing that sort of thing. So she got me into it. And so I knew immediately, you know, I wanted to live somewhere with beautiful mountains and landscapes and just endless trails that I could go on. You know, my my normal walks now are like the most beautiful uh, hikes that you could ever imagine. And I, I don't take that for granted at all. I, I love living here and I just feel so grateful to have that literally at my my back door. So, yeah, I knew that when I when I moved here that I wanted a dog to experience all of this with and, and, you know, enjoy all of this beauty and this nature that I had um, at my disposal. And I grew up with dogs. So, you know, had been probably 10 years, uh, over 10 years since my family dogs had passed away. And so I, I knew that I had wanted a dog when I moved out here. So I was looking for, uh, you know, what type of dog would be a good outdoor adventure dog? And, you know, the funny thing is I almost got a Corgi. So I don't know if you what corgis are but they're stumpy little dogs with short legs and it was just the cutest things ever and yeah there are some actually great adventure corgis that i follow on social media um but ended up going a little different route um and decided that i had wanted a golden retriever there were some accounts uh on instagram that i had followed and were really inspiring you know they also were very outdoor 
more adventure focused. And that was just something that I, I really wanted. So, so decided to get a golden retriever. We found Nala locally. And as you did mention, I, I was with someone at the time. We are no longer together. We ended up breaking up about a year after I got Nala. Um, and that was, that was pretty tough, you know, having to, to split up, you know, Nala and the, the girl that I was dating at the time. Um, it was, it was definitely not an easy decision to have to, to do that. Um, you know, I started seeing someone new and it was kind of, it's basically like having a kid, right? It's like, it's like having a kid. So you try to make it work, but, um, in the end, you know, we just kind of went our separate ways and, you know, it did make sense with our career paths that I had, you know, kept Nala and be the one to be her kind of primary caretaker. So, um, so yeah, that ended up, uh, going down the way that it did and, you know, things are great now. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SelfCareSavage. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash SelfCareSavage. Watching you and Nala and things like that, and y'all have such a great relationship. And I'm I can only imagine because I hear other people talk about it. You know, when they go through breakups or things happen in their lives, and I can only imagine she probably was very helpful with that. Oh yeah, am I right? Oh or? yeah, no, you're you're totally you're totally on 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 the spot there. Um, I did start seeing someone new after that initial breakup, and. You know, that was that was kind of the first relationship that uh, I was in where I was thinking like this could be something serious. You know, this is like this could be the one type of thing. Right. And and we were together um, and she loved Nala. She also had a dog. They were the best of friends and they, it was a great time, you know, and unfortunately, that relationship also ended up not working out. We just weren't the right people. You know, we weren't we weren't the right person for each other at the right time. Um, and, you know, I actually, I still talk with her and we're on great terms. It was just not the right time for both of us for where we were at in our lives. But um, it was, it was really after that relationship that I decided I'm just going to do the things that, that make me happy and stop worrying about doing things that I think I should be doing because that's what a quote unquote normal person is supposed to be doing. Right. What, what that was for me was going outside, going on hikes, making videos, taking beautiful pictures and doing it all with Nala. You know, there was a time where I was just spending every hour either, you know, and I was still working as a, a pharmacist full time. So when I wasn't working as a pharmacist, I was going out and 
making videos and just doing everything with Nala. And, you know, I got to a point where I just, I kept telling myself, like, this is the greatest thing ever. I've never been happier because I'm finally doing what I want to do. You know, I, I, I kind of got into these, you know, I kind of had these thoughts that like, oh, I need to be ghost. You know, I need to go spend time at a party with my friends because that's what normal people do when they're trying to go through something tough. And, you know, I would do that and it, it wouldn't make me happy. I was only doing it because I thought that's what I should be doing, right? To, to try to get through this, this tough part of my life. And, you know, really it wasn't until I fully embraced this mindset of just, I'm going to, I'm going to be by myself with Nala and we're going to go and do the things that make us happy because that's what makes me happy. Right. And that's literally the bottom line. You know, when I started doing that is really when all the social media stuff kind of took off too, because I started posting much different content more. And I, I, you, you kind of picked up on it that. Um, it's very just real, you know, authentic type of uh, content that I like to put out. And I didn't always put that out. I always kind of thought that I needed to post, you know, these magnificent pictures that were, you know, showed off this, you know, beautiful landscape with me, you know, a guy and his dog and these videos of just like beautiful content and just make everything look so, you know, pristine and just just perfect almost. And it wasn't until I started posting these stomp videos, which is, by the way, something that Nala's done ever since she was a puppy, just on her own. It was nothing that I actually intentionally caught her, um, you know. But what happened was when she was when she was younger, under a year old, she would always kind of go through my legs, start stomping, and it would make me laugh every time. And dogs can feed off of that; they know what makes their owner happy. And so she just kept doing it because I would I would be hysterical every time that she did it. So, you know, once I started posting these, these videos that were just real, like a guy and his dog, just, you know, being funny, acting, you know, acting goofy is really when stuff took off. Um, you know, and it, the videos that I posted taken with my cell phone, I have all this expensive camera gear that I use to try to make something perfect and beautiful. And it wasn't until I posted a video with my cell phone that, you know, stuff really kind of, uh, changed for me as far as social media goes. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, thanks so much for sharing all that. I, I want you to understand something, doing what makes you happy, taking care of yourself. That's what makes you better for other people. I think you resonate with everybody, kids, uh, adults, mm -hmm. Whoever, I, I think it's everybody. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that is, uh, that is one thing is that we do hit everyone from very young, like kids that can barely even talk up to, you know, older individuals as well. And so, um, you know, I think having the potential to reach a very broad audience can, can help when, you know, growth is involved there. So, you know, I think that that definitely makes a difference. I, I try to keep it very family friendly oriented type content um, just about all the time. I, I don't know if I've ever posted anything that wouldn't be family oriented, maybe used one song that used a curse word in the past. But other than that, um, you know, everything's pretty, pretty family friendly. So yeah, I think that that absolutely can help. And, you know, as far as why people follow us, I wish I knew the exact answer, but I, I've got some theories and I, I think the big one is really that, you know, us just 
being real and people can't like you've mentioned um you can watch the content and it feels authentic like it doesn't feel fake at all and i think that resonates with with a lot of people going back kind of to, to something that you said earlier and i appreciate all the praise and you know saying that i'm making a difference and and all of that because sometimes i think it's easy to forget that one video can truly change another person's path right and we sometimes as creators don't don't realize that because we're just making this content because it's it's natural to us at this point but one video can truly change someone's life and i've had a number of people whether it be in comments or dms who have you know said like i didn't want to live anymore and your videos are the only thing that are keeping me alive and like that's a huge like that's that's heavy you know and you know, I, I've, I get that all the time and it's, it's really, it's a lot. It, it feels like a lot of responsibility. And, you know, I do kind of feel like I need to create, keep creating content because, you know, sometimes, like I said, I just, I don't realize the impact that it's having. But when I see those messages, I'm reminded that like these videos truly change people's lives, even though they may just be like a silly stomping dog video, you know, to me or whatever it is. But, you know, I always try to, try to interact with those people, make sure that they're okay or talking to someone or getting help. Like I, if I ever see anything where it looks like someone's in a bad place and they may do something that, that they don't want, that they may regret, of course, you know, I always try to make sure that they have help and, and whatnot. And I've, you know, it's weird that I worked for eight years as a pharmacist and I feel like I've made a bigger impact on more people's lives doing what I've been doing with Nala's account than I did as a pharmacist, which is, which is so weird because I felt like, you know, as a pharmacist, you're constantly helping people every day, but it just, I feel the impact more with, with the stuff that I'm posting on social media. And it just feels weird to even say that out loud because it just doesn't really make sense to me still. But, you know, I, I definitely don't take that responsibility for granted. And I, I, still try to help as many people as I can. I guess that was a little bit of a tangent, but I, you know, as far as, you know, the social media and why people like us, I, you know, I think it really is just, it just boils down to that is it's just uh, content that's, that's real and our adventures. And, you know, I, I hope that with the, the videos that I post that I do encourage people to, to get outside. I mean, I've, I've made a couple posts about this, but it's not something that I, I openly tell people. I'd rather, I'd rather um, people people see the content and be self motivated to, you know, go out and do these things by themselves. Look, I, I I went through that too. I went through that that whole process. Like I said, it used to be about me, and and then it's about everybody. And a lot of that was because of the follow, you know, followers were, you know, oh my gosh, you know, uh, you helped me through get out of this narcissistic relationship or I just one gentleman, I just, I just love. And, um, you know, about with cancer and he talked about, you know, all this, these struggles he had to do going through treatments and all that. And that my videos helped, you know, help get through that kind of stuff. It's hard to take some of that on and realize that kind of impact that you have because it, it's very surreal when, when somebody tells you and when you get to a point, it's just not one person like 
you know, you met three years ago and you had an impact on them and you move forward and, you know, nothing like that's happened since. You're talking about every day in the comments every day. Mm -hmm. I, I tell people all the time that they say, well, why do you get the energy to do this? Why are you, you know, you always do this. You ever take time off? And I said, no. Nah. Well, first of all, I don't take time off for me just because of my own mental health. I need to stay with my stuff that I do with it every day. But how can I? When somebody says these things, you have these, these disinformation coming in about how you're affecting people's lives. How do I not now? I just forget it. Yeah. I just cut it, cut it off and walk away. And it's, you can't, mm -hmm. it does become um, an obligation, but not in a negative way. It's just once you kind of grasp it, you know, this is, I, I'm so grateful. I'm in a position to be able to be, I tell my community, they do a lot for me, you know, that I do for them. I mean, there's a gazillion of them and with you, it's just crazy, you know, and I think there's a payoff there too for us and, you know, doing it, you know, how can you not like helping somebody? Yeah, no, it's, it, it really is. It really is a, a great feeling. Um, and I just, you know, like you, you keep saying this word community and I, you know, I had someone ask me about that uh, a few months back and, you know, at, at first I was like, I don't know, like, do I have a community? But then, you know, as I, as I, as I got, you know, as I started reading more comments and messages with, you know, after that experience where someone asked me about that, I'm like, yeah, this is absolutely a community. I have people that are, you know, when they write a comment, they use a name for Nala. Like I call Nala like six different nicknames. And, you know, only in my video and they'll start saying, like, I call her Nalls, I call her Blondie, I call her, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is, but I have them responding with her nicknames. And that just like, that makes me feel very special that like these people know our, our videos and our content well enough that they're using nicknames that they would only know if they're, you know, really interested in watching our videos and stories and things like that. So, so yeah, I, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to have this community of, of people who can interact with each other. And I even go through the comments and see threads of comments of people going back and forth with like similar thoughts and like, just, it's just a very, you know, I'm very fortunate that I, I have this uh, niche of, you know, dog content that for the most part, it's all very positive. It really is. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful for it. It, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great thing to be able to share these simple moments and completely make someone's day. Um, you know, I don't, I don't take that for granted at all. Yeah. You have a great mix. And, you know, again, my, my whole take on it is, is you, there's just a lot of factors going on. First of all, people love, if, even if they're not in it, they love watching the outdoors or they love, cause there is beautiful stuff or there's something they're not familiar with. There's, you know, there's the intrigue of wild animals, you know, people, it's just whatever it is, you know? So, you know, you got that going, you are in a great area. So it's a, you're able to have that continuous, you know, look on things. And again, you're, it's very wholesome content. It's, it's, it's with an amazing dog and it's you and y'all are so very authentic individually as well as together. So do you, do, are, do you have any negative comments? Do you get negatives from people like? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's very rare. 
um, greater than 99% is positive, right? And, you know, the negative comments on social media have actually helped me grow quite a bit too. So I'm, I'm grateful for them. At first, you know, when I was getting, I would post a video. I mean, there was a time on TikTok where I posted a video and if it got under 5 million views, it was a surprise, you know? And so <laughs> I was getting, and I don't, I, I say that without trying to sound like boastful of it, but just to give some context, and mm-hmm. that I was getting thousands of comments, you know, an influx of comments on all these videos. And this was all very exciting, very new. And so, I mean, I would spend hours going through comments, responding to as many as I could, liking as many as I could, um, just because I wanted to engage back. And yeah, there were there were comments that would come up and, you know, say negative things like, why are you forcing your dog to do this stomping thing that's bad for her hips? you know, things like, oh, this guy's laugh is so fake. Like, why are you fake laughing? And I'm just like, like, okay, like I'm fake laugh. Like, I'm just a laughy guy. Like, I just laugh at everything. I laugh when I'm nervous. Those are, those are trolls. (laughs) Trolls. Exactly. They are. If if you didn't, if you didn't laugh like that, they would have found something else. Exactly. Like your eyes are too close together, (laughs) you know? I mean, it would have been anything. Oh, so I know. It's, it's, I know. Yeah. They, so do you do you ever respond to those? So that that's kind of where I was going is that in the b- very beginning, I did. I defended myself if I could because <laughs> I didn't want some, some random person saying something negative to me. So I would go in and keyboard warrior back to them. And you know, I eventually got to a point where I'm like, I don't need to prove anything to this person, this random person on the internet who is going to pick something negative to say about a guy posting a positive video with his dog. I don't, I don't need to interact with this. And, you know, I think that initial kind of like, I need to defend myself response is like very deeply rooted in me to want to uh, please everyone. You know, it's something that I've kind of always had is, you know, from even from an early age, like I'm an only child. I've always wanted to be a people pleaser. I never want to make anyone upset or make them mad. And so I think, you know, I've, I've definitely grown from that and I will just block someone now. I will tell you straight up, like if they say something that is hurtful or negative to the point where I feel like it should be blocked, I will just block it. And I don't engage with it because it's not, it's not worth, you know, my happiness to, to give that person that, that sense of like, oh, I've won, I've made him angry type of thing. So, so yeah, I will just block them now and try to just, uh, to brush it off. I won't say that it doesn't bother me still. It still kind of gets to me a little bit, but not to the point where I feel like I need to engage with that person back and kind of give them what they're looking for. So, so yeah, it's, it's been helpful. That's great. I mean, again, I look, I was right there with you. There was years ago, um, you know, I've been on, I mean, social media, probably 13 years now, not where I, where I am now, but just on Facebook, things like that. But I remember, yeah, I was that guy. Look what I, I'm, I've worked on myself really hard the last, you know, 10 plus years, maybe 12 years now. And that's just been a lot of my focus. But through that, you know, eight, nine, seven years ago, you know, I was still one foot in, one foot out. And when those comments came, I was that guy that 48 hours later, I was still there. Oh, man. But I was not stopping until until I, you know, that's, of course, that's a mentality that I was trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. And of course, social media was not very helpful with that. 
through that until I learned, you know, get better handle myself. Mm -hmm. But when you're dealing with somebody that's hurting and they're attacking you, bringing up your past or, or doing all these other things, it's, uh, that's the payoff is to get you to react because then they know they got you. Mm -hmm. And when people are hurting, they want you to hurt. I'm talking about the people that are reacting. I'm talking about all the creators out there that, Chris, that are, every time they get a negative comment, they make a video. Mm -hmm. They put their name up and then they call them out and they, you know, and they dress them down and, and, and it's, you know, and I try to, you know, be gentle with calling them out too. Um, you know, look, do you not have any other content to make? I mean, what is your point? What triggered you? That's an opportunity for you to go to work on what's why that's bothering you so much. Block these people. And if you're not strong enough to be on social media mentally to take a criticism from a gray face, get off. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> there's my ten. There's my tangent. You know, I mean, I, I feel like I see it a lot and I feel like it's very acceptable. People don't take their animals seriously. You know, it's an obligation and responsibility. We, we, if we're going to take owner's responsibilities, we should treat them like that. Um, yeah. I, I, and give them the respect they need. Look how much love they get mm -hmm. unconditionally. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a, that's a good point too, is that, um, you know, one of the, one of the things is I, I sometimes see comments like, oh, I'm getting a dog because of you. And, you know, on the surface, that's great. But like you said, I think it's important to make sure that you have enough space in your life. Uh, if you do want to get a dog that you can give them the best life possible because. Cause you can go, you can go to shelters and you can do things and you can get a dog for a weekend, like, or, or you can, what is it? Fostering awesome. animals yeah. and things. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Right. Just like I tell people when they want to go out and adventure and run around the world, like or, uh, the States, like me back in the woods don't just jump into it. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to like it. Take baby steps into it. I think that's even more so applies when you're dealing with another life. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. No, very, very important. And um, yeah, it's uh, it, that is one thing where I, I feel like I should make a video about that, that, uh, you know, if you're going to get a dog, make sure that you do have the space in your life to, to give them as much, you know, attention and uh, you know, be able to give them the greatest life possible because yeah, it's not a, not a good spot to get a dog and realize they're a lot of work because they can be a lot of work for a year or two, um, as they're getting out of the puppy phase. Yeah, it can be, can be a lot of work. So, you know, I, I thought of something just now that I think going back to one of the reasons why our content maybe resonates is I do spend so much time with Nala that I know everything about her. Right. And so I, I know what she's going to do, when she's going to do it, how she's going to act in certain situations. And so, you know, in a sense, I can kind of predict what's going to happen before it happens. Um, so I think that helps me as a creator to be able to make content that is entertaining is because I can, you know, I can kind of predict those things happening. And the only reason that happens is because I do spend so much time with her and I know her Regardless of what any person on the internet might think, I actually know her better than anyone else. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I watched some of that. I watched you uh, peel the banana, and yes. you know, and you know, and, and here comes Nala, and I watched you, uh, you know, uh, do the things where uh, you hid behind the door yep, and yep. you called her from her sleep. Yeah, I mean, it, that's that's such such real stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just you 
playing around and showing showing what you're doing with knowledge. Do you do you feel like there'll ever be another dog incorporated oh. while you still have Nala? Man, that's, or that's, that's have you thought about that or what? Oh yeah, I think about that every day. Um, you know, and I I would love to have another dog. I would. Um, but you know, kind of going back to making sure you have enough space, like just as you're getting one dog, you got to make sure you have space for two dogs. I just haven't, I haven't felt like it's right for me to do that right now. And I have such a good relationship with her that not that I think another dog would ruin that in any way, but I think it would change it. And I think I'm afraid of how it might change it. And so I just don't think I'm prepared at this point to uh, deal with whatever that change might be. And so, you know, right now I, I don't see myself getting another dog. I think it allows us to have a lot more adventures and have a lot more fun um, with just Nala and myself. So, you know, I, I still have plans for trips that we want to go on and things like that. And I just, uh, I want to focus on her, you know, and, uh, and not, not introduce another dog that could potentially change, change things right now. So she would be the best teacher <laughs> of just how to operate with the other dog in play, someone like not only you brought a puppy into it, they got to be wanting to emulate. They're probably emulating the animal yeah, overall sure. more than than that. Yeah. So when I get a dog, I'm I'm coming. I'm dropping the dog off to you for <laughs> 60, 90 days. Oh just letting you let it hang out with Nala, and then, oh, and, then I, and I know I'll be good. Yeah, yeah. So Utah, I love Utah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite places to. Overland and, and and one of my one of my favorite places uh, that's pretty chill is the Wedge. Uh, are you familiar with that? I I just went there. the little Grand Canyon. I, I guess took, they call it. Yeah, I took my the last video that I posted with that little trailer that you mentioned was actually at the Wedge. I I thought I recognized yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I I love that place. I used to when I first went out six years ago. I went out in a sixteen foot. I pulled this little sixteen foot camper. Um, then I re-outfitted my truck and then now I've got my four wheel camper. I'm not so sure sh- sure if you're familiar with them, but, um, yeah, I, I pulled that trailer, uh, right up to the, to the edge, um, on one place. Well, not right up to the edge. Pretty, I mean, let me pretty close there. Yeah. But yeah. And it, it, but there's, there's just places people don't realize and that's all public land. Yes. You know, yep. um, it, it's not the most stellar of hiking, but, um, just being able to be out there and, and move around and, you know, what a great place. Um, so what, what are your favorite places in Utah to go when you go, yeah. go camping? Yeah, absolutely. So that area, um, is part of the San Rafael swell area and endless BLM land. Um, so yeah, public land that you can go and camp. And so San Rafael swell is, one of my favorites. There's so much that I haven't even explored there. And I've lived here for seven years now. So that's one area. And the beautiful thing about Utah is that you can go south and get, you know, red rock desert, like true desert landscape, but you come up north, like near Salt Lake City, and you get beautiful snow covered mountains. Like we got, you know, five feet of snow, just uh, 20 minutes down the road from me in the last week. So um, there's so much diverse uh, landscape here in Utah. So I spend the majority of my time 
in the mountains just east of Salt Lake City, there's a canyon there that uh, is called Mill Creek Canyon. And there's off-leash days for dogs on odd number calendar days. So that's where Nala learned how to hike and, you know, spend time with me. And, you know, people are always like, how is she so well-mannered on the trails? And how do you, how do I get my dog to, to hike with me like that? And the reason is because I started early and I mean, Nala and I have hiked hundreds, if not over a thousand miles together. And so I think it's just spending time with them, doing the things that you want to do with them in their future life. And they'll get good at them just like a human. The more you practice. I saw that video you did uh, with her when she was younger and then you went back five years or I guess four or five years, whenever that was to find that rock. Oh yeah. You were trying to find where you took the the picture and all that. I mean, the picture almost looks like it is it. I think you determined it maybe wasn't, but it sure looks like it. It did look like it. There were so many boulders in that area. I was like this, I don't, this, I don't know. It doesn't have a line right there, but I mean, it's also like, you know, five years later. So maybe it just eroded away, but yeah. Chris, it is, is really a pleasure to meet you. And, and I, I would, I'd certainly would love maybe someday when I'm coming through there, whatever, we can camp out at night and for sure. yeah. hang out with Nala. And <laughs> where do you want people to actually find you? I mean, while we've listed off your social media, we'll put your, your handles in the show descriptions and all that, but is there anything specific or anything you want to point to? Do you causes or whatever you got? Yeah. Um, I mean, everything that I'm posting now is, you know, through my social medias that you had mentioned earlier. So I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook, and they're all adventuring with Nala. And I think really, you know, I'm always thinking about what do I want to do with my account? Like, where do I want it to go from here? You know, what's kind of the bigger picture? And I think I've really kind of reached a point where I want to just keep promoting what I've been promoting. And, you know, I, I like to, I like to show people rather than tell people, which is why I don't spend a lot of time doing like, you should do this, you should do that. Rather, I'd, you know, I'm going to go on an adventure with Nala and just recap what we did and, and show people that you can go out and do fun things just with your dog, just because you want to. Right. And, Um, you know, I think that's a big, big part of my account is just encouraging people to, you know, for me, it's, it's get out with your dog, spend time with your dog. Um, dogs lives are very short, unfortunately, and trying to take as much advantage of the time that we have with them together is a really big, important, you know, that's, that's an important, uh, message that I like to spread And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be some grand adventure, like going and hiking to the top of the tallest mountain in your city. I'm talking like, you know, you get home from work and the last thing that you want to do is go play outside, go to the park, but your dog's been looking forward to that their entire day, especially if you don't work from home, they've been waiting for you to come home. And I think I just, I, I really hope that people realize that every day, every second counts with their dog. Even if you have five minutes here, that's all it takes to make them happy. Five minutes of quality time with your dog will make their entire day, especially if you're so busy that, you know, you really don't have as much time to spend with them. So, um, you know, I love to 
try to encourage people just to spend as many minutes as they can with their dog. And I am so fortunate that I, I have the, you know, the privilege to spend as much time with, I do as I do with Nala. But, you know, even when I was working full time, you know, that was the thing is like, how do you have so much time to, to do this with Nala? And, you know, going back to what I had started out with is that I made time, you know, when I wasn't working, the most important thing for me at that time was spending time with her and enjoying the moments that we had together. So I made time, you know, I, I worked 40 hours a week, just like the next person working 40 hours plus a week. And, you know, I didn't have any kids, I didn't have a family. So I took advantage of that and spent it with her. So, um, you know, if things are important with to you, then you will, you know, make the time to, to absolutely do more of them. So, I mean, I'm going to post as long as I can, and I, I have no intention of stopping. Um, it it really is uh, motivating when you know, for me, selfishly, you know, seeing all the positive and hearing all the positive, it just makes me want to keep posting. And I, you know, like I said, I've never been happier than when I focused on just hanging out with her and creating fun content. So I really have no intention of stopping anytime soon. Well, I I wish that. You know, we were in person or I could see her, but I, 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 hopefully I'll get to meet her someday. And, you know, she, I can see she's been there so patiently a lot. She comes up and she's just like, yep, the nose. Oh, come on, man. Where's my, come on. She wants to go. We're going to go for a little hike uh, after this, probably an yeah. hour or two. And uh, yeah, she'll get, she'll get some energy out too, for sure. She's been so good. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening, and I hope my podcast has helped you in some way taking the path to becoming a self-care savage. And if you like the show, please leave a rating, a review, a comment, tell a friend. If you have a question about today's episode, there's a link in the show notes where you can send us an email.